welcome back to yet another episode of Theater, theater Thoughts. Talk. This is a show from two former theater kids now turned forever obsessed theater adults, whether we like it or yeah, not. Whether we can do anything about it. We've got this condition. Absolutely. This terminal illness. Absolutely. We're um, here to talk about anything theater, <laughs> performing arts, anything, education, okay? Um, so let's get right into it. So you're talking about this condition, okay? Um, have you heard of the phrase, the theater bug? Oh, yes. Catching the theater bug? Yes. I remember people being like, oh, yeah, you've got it. Absolutely. You've got the theater bug. Yeah, right there at the beginning. Yeah. Absolutely. And so what we're here to talk about today is that exact thing, right? Catching the theater bug. You can obviously, the title is Diagnosis Theater, theater obsessed, obsessed, right? Yeah. Because like we I became said, those people. Yeah, it's a condition we live with every day. Absolutely. And we've learned to thrive in it absolutely <laughs> hey before we get into that we want to thank everyone for listening to the first episode absolutely yeah the outpour and the support and your guys's feedback has been so fantastic we love it we're not yeah. going anywhere anytime yeah. soon it's been awesome and it's amazing yeah. right so it's thank you guys great. so much yeah, thank you okay again. this episode is going to be crazier and wackier because we're talking about the beginning catching that seeing what it's like right talking about growing up and having uh navigating the theater world navigating this passion and how it, how you yourself individually fall into these different, you know, things of going from childhood into uh -huh. um, middle school, into high school and even afterwards. Yeah. And in, in catching that, that bug, that need for sometimes for this, you know, outlet. It's terminal. You're, Absolutely. You got it till you die. Absolutely. Sorry, okay. Yogi. So <laughs> when I think of like the very beginning, I think of like the phrase all attention is good attention right growing up okay i think you know what a lot of parents do um was putting you in sports did you play any sports growing up yes i did i uh played soccer work same and then i did a season of softball okay how were you uh were you a <laughs> um sport uh what's damn yankees were you out there <laughs> Gosh, no. Um, I, yeah, I played soccer, I think, from, like, kindergarten to almost sixth grade. Um, and finally got to that point where, like, it was, like, you either go competitive or you, you know, don't do it anymore. And so I stopped. Um, and ultimately ended up doing dance, you know, more seriously Absolutely. instead of taking that soccer out. Um, but, yeah, I played soccer for a while. And I wouldn't say that I was like super good at it, but I was, I was very like enthusiastic about it. Um, I was definitely right. more of the like midfield girl that I think Work. just ran laps back and forth on the, <laughs> on the soccer field. I remember my dad having to put, we were the T-Rexes and my dad was the coach and we had to put the T-Rex, tie it up to the goalpost yeah. so we knew which goal was ours. <laughs> Cause you know, for sure, I wasn't going to know which side was up. I yeah. was just all like, running around in my super cute uniform, yeah. right? Yeah. Loving life. Yeah, T-Rexes. Any other cool names? Um, uh, I don't even know because then at that point I moved into like T-ball baseball and they were all based on like, like actual NFL or uh, MLB. Yeah, MLB teams. teams right? Yeah. Did you have any great names? Um, we were the Pink Flower Power. Were. And the Shooting Stars. The Ooh. the two seasons I played when I lived in California. And then my favorite name um when i was playing here when we moved to colorado was uh the funky monkeys funky and then the monkeys. following years we leveled up to the funky er monkeys so we, <laughs> we really, really focused on the game and not the name you mean the the name and not the game it was the game of the name not the name of the game fair yeah fair absolutely enough. um and then yeah t-ball 
uh, not T-ball, I played softball. You played T-ball. I played T-ball. Were you any good at T-ball? Um, no, but I do have, and we'll get to this, like, I had an appreciation for sports. Like, Absolutely. I had an appreciation of it. Were you any good at softball? No. Okay. Um, they put me in the outfield knowing damn well that those nine-year-olds were not going to hit the ball that far. And I would just, like, either stand there and, like, you know, twirl around, or I would, like, pick, like, little flowers in the outfield. Absolutely. Um, so... Then finally, when the ball came out, they were like, Kira, get up, get up. And I'm like, guys, what's going on? What is, what is happening? These daisies aren't going to pick themselves, right? I'm making a flower crown. Oh, okay? my God. Okay, hey, this is not to say that you can't have a balance between sports Absolutely and no. theater. I know plenty of Troy Boltons out there. <laughs> People who've been able to balance Troy, it, right? Right. Troy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, of course there is. But yeah, they got their head in the game and their heart in the song. They're they're able to do it both simultaneously. And I have always, you know, really admired those people. But um, you know, that just wasn't for me. No, and and I think, and this is so sad. And we'll get to this when we talk about middle school because I think there needs to be like a duality of trying everything, especially absolutely. at middle school. Yes, because my uh, parents very much encouraged me to do that, and same. it sounds like your parents yes. did the same thing. However, too. I think what's really important is the fact, or not important. I think what's a little bit screwed up, but I also get it, is right around like 9, 10, 11, and 12, it's kind of like, well, okay, do you want to get this, serious about yes, this? It's become this thing of like, you're doing this now. And like, right. if sorry, this is this is what you're picking. And if you pick this, we're stopping everything else. Absolutely. It's like, huh. okay, are you playing tournament baseball? Are you going to dance professionally? Yes. Are you going to do this? Yes. And then it's like, okay, you can't do anything else, which shouldn't be what it is. But I understand that. And yes, so I do. for some of us, I think it's like, okay, sports is not where my passion is. But I'm lies, glad I got that but I'm chance glad I to got try it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and like like you were saying, I think both of us also have an appreciation for it. I know I grew up going to a lot of my brother's games. He played like every sport under the sun. Um, and so, you know, having that exposure and that experience was very, I think, important into becoming a well-rounded, well, you know, uh, appreciative person. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So jumping in. So. By middle school, this bug, is it attached to you like a leech at oh, this point? Oh, absolutely. Because I, okay, so I didn't do a ton of theater before like middle school, but I do, did you ever do like shows and stuff at home? Oh, did I? Oh my goodness. Always. Okay, top show. Tell I me I always it. had things kind of in the works. Um, and, you know, looking back on my childhood, I was, you know, director, choreographer, producer, writer, uh, costumer extraordinaire triple threat where no that's 12 13 right 14. I, yeah she was doing it all she was self-producing in her basement yes um with casts of like my friends or my cousins um sometimes you know recording those and like wa now watching absolutely. those videos back i literally was like oh my goodness we were like we really thought this was it oh <laughs> i remember making my brothers go outside in like the summers yeah on the trampoline like learning Tramp shows cirque du soleil <laughs> Hey, absolutely <laughs> and then you get the like cut out tickets you yeah make everyone come watch i remember like halfway through the show like someone like maybe an uncle or something like walked out of the house and i was like stop the show there's someone else okay if you watch the beginning of the matinee mama get ready for the evening performance we're doing it all again <laughs> you've lost your tickets go back in line grab your tickets again yeah and we're gonna do it yeah that was a big thing for me i remember the first show i did when i moved here um, was my neighbor Kayla and I wrote this play called One Sad Moment. <laughs> Not a comedy. This was a drama. It was a drama. I don't even remember what it was about. I know someone died. Of, of course, course they did. right? Because you know what? It, what brings the drama and more than the And if the audience didn't cry? 
we'll do it again. Oh, they did not because during the <laughs> pivotal sad moment of the show, I think we were crying because someone died. Right. My dad ripped out. <laughs> he farted. And we literally, no. we literally were like trying to like fake cry and stay in it. But that booty juice. <laughs> When you're like eight and someone toots, <laughs> you just can't. No. You just can't. No. Um, but I was also like always, you know, like coming up with other funny skits with my, you know, friends or dances. Absolutely. You yeah. know, um, I remember when I was like five, maybe even younger, but I was I was right around that age when I still lived in California. I remember like putting on the VHS of Greece and like dancing sure. to We to Go to, We Go Together. Should I have been watching that show at that Absolutely age? Absolutely not. not. But, but I, I didn't it. know any better. No. I just knew that the music made me want to shake my butt. Absolutely. I remember we had like that unfinished basement. Everyone has that unfinished basement yes. sometimes. You know the one. Yes. Right. I remember my parents getting me the high school musical CD. And I would go down into the basement for hours Same. listening Same. to it. Delaney and I oh, would. Um, when goodness. the third movie came out, I, I saw wanted it all. In theaters. Oh, so, oh, so did I. I. All? We used to put that on, and Delaney and I would like get out a folding table and like <laughs> pull on choreography. OSHA would have lines. had a field day with that. Oh, they would have yes. said that is up not up to standards. Yeah. But no, I remember in sixth grade. I think the third one came out when we were in sixth grade. Yes. And I remember one of my teachers definitely was like, <laughs> "I saw it this weekend." And Ty, oh my gosh, you remind me of Ryan, <laughs> and I hated her. I was like, "How dare you!" Right? Because in sixth grade, right, you're kind of figuring out who you are, right? Yes. Other kids are making fun of mm -hmm. you and whatnot. And I was like, Even this gay man. Even though you knew you were the Ryan. I was, I was the Ryan. I was but the Ryan. But you didn't want to admit it. You well, were ready. I was the Ryan. But every now yet. and then, I was like, I wanted to be the Sharpay. <laughs> I wanted to be her. Okay, so. Of course, we do this stuff when we're younger. Yes. And then we actually really, you and know. And then you start to get, like, opportunities. We, right. And there are actually places where you can go and you can do this. And the easiest place oh. to start is middle school. Absolutely. Or um, before that, I was doing, like, theater summer camps, which is something we know very well. Right. And it's really cool to see, you know, for a lot of these kids, this is just something that their parents want them to do over the summer. You know, just get them out of the house, do something, you know, fun. Um, but for kids like you and I. It's like you know, this is it. Right. This is this is what I have waited all year for, and you know I'm gonna you know do these little shows and learn these dances and you know all of the summer shows that I was in, it was nothing like full length quite yet, but it was always you know so so exciting for me. That Absolutely. was like the I highlight. I didn't do any of those. I don't know why ever... I didn't, but yeah. But, it, but I was I was still up until like middle school playing sports because I did like them and I wasn't yeah. like half bad. But again, I think back then middle school kind of was the age then mm -hmm. where you got serious, which I think it's starting younger and younger. But Absolutely. OK, middle so school. I was I was doing yeah summer theater and then I finally got to middle school and it was like something that. You know, it wasn't just kids stage anymore. So, so this you was, did a lot in middle school because I did not. But yeah, so it wasn't just kids stage anymore. I like actually this was a school that had a theater program. Work. Okay. And I was like, yes, I have been waiting for this. Did I'm you do like, everything? I, yes, I did everything that I possibly okay. could. Um, my seventh grade year, um, we actually our theater teacher was new. And you'll probably hear us, you know, talk about her many times before because she is the reason why we know each Absolutely. other better than we already right. did. Miss um, Laurelie McDaniel. And she came in. It was her first year. It was my first year. Um, but, you know, we were having auditions for the 
fall play at the beginning of the year. I was so excited. I was like, you know, yes, I've been waiting for this. I've been doing so much, you know, work for this. And I ultimately didn't end up making the show. No. Which was really we'll sad. We'll talk about rejection. Right? We'll talk about it. Was it. Very, it was very disappointing. But also, I was like, okay, like, I know I still want to be involved in this. I know I want to do whatever I can to, like, be a part of this right. and show this lady that I want to be here and I want to do this. Um, so I was, like, on costume crew, and I ended up becoming, like, one of her go-to girls. Like, anything she needed to do for that show, like, I was doing it. I was painting. I was doing costumes. I was, like, all over the place, Miss Little Tech extraordinaire. Absolutely. And um, Which is a common thing, like, if you can't be – because usually technicians, they'll take everybody and anybody Absolutely. Well, stuff. and that's what, that's what middle school – and we'll talk about this, I'm sure, uh, in deeper in depth, you know, down the road when we talk more specifically about the educational setting. But, like, middle school theater should be that place where you get to try everything. Yes. And, um, and so then after that experience and, like, putting in the work, putting in the effort um, in the – uh, spring, we were going to do Beauty and the Beast. And Work. I was, like, so excited. I was, like, yes. This, this is actually my This moment. is it, right. Like, I, you know, I can dance for days. I'm a pretty good singer. I'm so stoked for this. And um, I got into the audition room, and I started singing home and ended up bawling my eyes out which just now like as educators seeing and that it, in the audition room and it wasn't that i sounded <sighs> bad and it wasn't that like i was scared it was just the nerve coming through like that's how it was i had never you do you know, see that in your audition oh my now? gosh yes it's i had tragic. several girls i hate it and i literally was like i have been in your exact i had a girl before. seeing her eyes closed looking down at the ground shaking with her hands like oh full fist and you ju- you just want to run up and yes, be like and stop don't yes. Well, okay, so what did what did And Lari that's exactly do? what Laurie did. She literally was like, Kira, stop. Right. I know you and I know that you're just having a moment. I want you to stop. Take a space, you know, take some space, get out of the room, deep breaths, collect yourself, come back in. Absolutely. So I did that. A few other people went before me, came back into the room, went in, sang it again, and like did so much better absolutely than than i think i thought i was you already had the bad audition so now absolutely there was i got that up. Yeah. yes i got that you know out of the way had been embarrassed and then was like well it can only get better from here absolutely right um and that's exactly what i told my students to do too i'm just like you know take your moment breathe right. breathe i know you can do this you are capable right get your space get your life together come back and you're and gonna smash it. this okay so um, the Casas goes up. Casas goes up. I was a uh, dancing fork. We love. Yeah, be our guest. High kicking for days. Um, but then I also was Belle's understudy, which was like I remember Belle's understudy. Laurie literally like pulling me into her room and just being like, "I wanted to tell you this before the Casas goes up." And I was like, "Okay." Which is so interesting because I think that was one of the only years that she actually did understudies, and I don't, I don't know do if that's because no. yeah, I don't do understudies either. Um, but I remember her being like, you know, I I. I think you're very capable, and I think that you can totally do this. And I was like, well, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you um, <laughs> let's take a break, and then we'll come back and talk about middle school some more. Absolutely. We'll be right back. It's okay. It's fine. As long as you can, like, keep reminding you that it's 
Okay, welcome back We're to Act, Act two. 2. Act 2, baby. Act 2. Um, it's pretty dramatic. Okay, so we heard about you in middle school. Yes. Now, very different story for me in middle school. Okay, yeah. I did one show mm-hmm. in 7th grade, ensemble, in the back. Really didn't care. I was like, cool, this is fine. One show in 8th grade, in the back. Like, really didn't care. Mm-hmm. But I was at that point where I was not necessarily, like, I was hanging out with you can't blame it on other people, but I was hanging out with people and we were doing things that probably a 14 year old, a 13 year old shouldn't have been doing, Mm -hmm. but I definitely was. And so I was like, theater is not it. But I think that speaks volumes in the sense of now as middle school educators, we can see those kids. I have kids that have, you know, are are going down necessarily a path that I'm like, you don't want to do this right now. You don't need to do that right Mm -hmm. now. That needs to not be a thing. Um, And then I also have kids that like, behavior wise and whatnot in uh, it's so weird I'll talk with other teachers and they'll yeah. say like I you know this kid you know behavior is always a problem is this and all of that and I'm mm-hmm. all like what are you talking about during the show during rehearsals yeah. they are the first one to raise their hand they are the first one to do something they are the first and one to so like do cool anything but I to, but again that, to that, give that, them bug, that space that too. bug is for them right yeah math class is not that for them yes. but going after school and being around the right people being around the right time is definitely all of that. Absolutely. Yeah. And that was very much like my whole life in middle school was, you know, like I was, I was a theater girl and you know, I was very involved. We like, even my second year middle school kind of like put together this leadership group called drama council. And we were, you know, planning like other things, even outside of the shows that, you know, people could do. Um, and so, you know, yeah, just getting getting people involved in, in middle school, and I'm sure we'll talk about this again, right? But middle school should be that place where, like, everyone gets a chance to try it, yes, right? Absolutely. And And, you know, whether it's <laughs> – it sounds like you maybe weren't the biggest fan of the ensemble. Um, no, I – I... You know, maybe that was an ego thing. I don't know because you weren't like necessarily like super. You want you, you had was, other things you wanted I, to yeah, do. Absolutely, yeah. I was doing that. However, like thinking about it now, like okay, okay. So we have those kids that are you know we're two three weeks into our shows. Yes, you have to have to have those conversations about kids that wanted something bigger and are yes. in the ensemble, right? And me and you have the same vibe of the ensemble is it. I love the ensemble. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, and I I always tell them I'm like you get to be in all the best parts of the show. Absolutely. Like you are what makes the show what it is, right? With if you were just performing one, you know, one of the large group numbers with like five people on stage, it wouldn't right. be as cool as having that whole group of people who are all there for the purpose of, you know, creating this reality and and you know ha- turning this number into into the spectacle that it Absolutely. should be. Absolutely. Well, okay, right? so yes, doing this as we like move up the grade, talking about like ensemble I think, you know, especially in high school, yeah. right? Ensemble as a young kid is so important. Like a young kid, I'm talking like underclassmen. Right. Yes. It's so great, you know, to do that because you really get to learn about high school, the program, yes. everything. Yeah. And so. So did you have that, like, once you got to high school, you were finally, like, done with whatever, you know, other thing was going year, on in your I life and you were ready to. I still being a bad kid. I was still breaking the rules, not doing any of that. However, I was in, like, the theater classes because, mm-hmm. you know, 
for theater kids, so the ego is here, right? I definitely was like, oh, I'm in theater class because I'm a good actor. Like, yeah. I definitely am doing it. And so, like, meeting those new people and talking with those mm-hmm. people, I did the freshman sophomore show, yeah, which, which is, is a great, a great base level, right? Absolutely. Juniors and seniors, upperclassmen cannot be in it. It gives you the opportunity. And I think that really helped me because if I, you know, I never tried out for any of the like full show anything. But I think it would have been like learning about high school, learning about the program, learning about everything would have been a big deal if I would have been in, you know, let's say I was a lead or something yeah. my freshman year. That would have been a lot for me. And that was a lot for me. Were you a lead? I was like a featured role. Okay. So freshman my freshman year. year, first semester, like literally just got to high school. Um, my school was doing Annie Get Your Gun, uh, which is a beautiful golden age musical that not it. a lot of people do. Um, but I had a blast with it. It was super fun. And I ended up being cast as Jessie, which is Annie's sister. Work. Um, so, you know, like couple of solos a few scenes with lines so like a yeah a, a decent featured role yes and like you said that that first couple of years you're in high school you're you're trying to learn the program you're trying to get your feet you know under you and figure out how this all works Absolutely. and so um you know i i balanced everything very well in middle school right i was able to do all the middle school after school theater right. dance and still you know keep up with school but high school is a whole nother beast yeah, absolutely. and even though it's very similar to middle school it's still a big transition yeah. and so you know i was so excited but also that's where all of my time and energy was going you know i into into you know musical rehearsals and you know trying to trying to fit in there and everything and I ultimately ended up um at one point having a D in my uh I was taking like honors English one or something like that that is not a Kira Sweeney no not at all um and so but that's just because it was too it was all a lot for me um and so my uh English teacher emailed my mom and was like hey I know I haven't had her for that long but I can already tell you that I know that this isn't Kira right like what you know what's going on how can I help her you know she's just missing a couple of assignments let's get her back on track and so it took me a little bit of you know effort uh and time to to get my feet again you know under me and and feel like I was had the hang of everything but I ultimately you know had that experience and was like wow I never want to do that again I've, I've got to figure out how to balance all of this stuff that I'm doing right so so you know for our listeners regardless of whatever age you're at right um, if you're, you know, still in high school programs or we, I mean, we'll get into, we'll do a whole episode on collegiate stuff, but ultimately like ensemble is one, so much fun. Yeah. You're doing so much yes. Two, I think some of the stakes that you have are a lot lower because you're like, Absolutely. okay, it's about creating, you know, I can create my own character. I can create yes. my own this. I know that I have dancing that I need to learn yeah. and vocals that I need to learn, well, but it's I'm great. Like, even though my role was pretty like, uh, you know, substantial, I guess. Um, we, they, when we were doing that show, they made the ensemble like really important. They were doing all the moving, all the transitioning because it's about this, right. you know, traveling show, yes. right? Um, they were called the roustabouts. And so the Work. roustabouts, like my friends who were in the ensemble were like at rehearsal almost as much as I was, if not more. Because they were so much like involved in well, everything they that were was all, going on. Were they on. all ensemble together? Yes. So it was kind of like, oh, yeah, like, 
Yeah, but that experience was really cool for me because there were two other kids who ended up playing my younger siblings. Okay. And so I got to like mentor them and That's hang out cool. with them. And they ultimately, when they got to middle school, ended up doing middle school theater as well. And so right. then I went back and saw them in their shows. You and it was, it was just them like a really with cool this terminal illness. Yeah, it was just a really cool like experience to have with that as well. And like the girl who was playing Annie, you know, I idolized her. Of that, course. That, because she was a senior and I was a freshman. Right. And I just thought that she was amazing Absolutely. and like so talented but also so kind and like so you know nurturing to me as a little freshman I felt Absolutely. very grateful and it's that's what high school theater should be right it yes. should be you know yes we are different grades and we are different people but like fostering those relationships and you know understanding that these are people who you are going to carry with you or you know only having the program for a few years but you've got to teach everyone how this works so that then you can yes. be successful There's and continue so to pass that legacy knowing, down yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Sophomore year. It was it for me, baby. Okay. <laughs> the bad kid was no more. Yeah. Mom, dad, I am a full fledged thespian. Also, I came out of the closet, right? So that was also probably a double, a, a double, thing, right? a double, a double coming out. Mom, I'm dad, a I'm a thespian and I'm and gay. I'm gay. Which Shocker. was pretty awesome, <laughs> right? They were yeah. only disappointed for one being like, oh, we have to drive you to rehearsals, really, <laughs> right? So, sophomore year, fully in it, okay? Yeah. First half of the year, um, you move up in like theater classes. So you're you're like, okay, I'm definitely yes. like it, right? Yeah. I'm now in more of an advanced class, right? Fall what class play, did you take? Theater three. I took theater three when right. I was a sophomore too. Absolutely. Yeah. You bump up and you yeah. move up. And then um the way it worked at my high school is there wasn't an understudy program right mm -hmm. we talked about you know in middle school there shouldn't be understudies and even in the high school understudies still don't necessarily need to be a thing right mm -hmm. once you're cast you're cast however the the play itself when the no play... shade to people who do understudies. No, absolutely do them. it's just something that i hadn't had a whole lot of experience with and absolutely. I, I always I end didn't... up feeling bad i'm like what if we'd never use you absolutely. then you're not in the show yeah. however you know still a great experience i had not done a lot of theater you know after school program for my high school that year and I was cast as the male understudy. So cool. 12 person show, six women, six men, two people, one is a female understudy, one's a male. Well, you're tracking all of that. You're tracking everything, you know, for all of these different That's roles. That's really cool. And I was like, this is a great experience. I met so many people. I met a bunch of, you know, people that were my mentors, then my friends and whatnot. Yeah. Right. And then, and we talked about this last episode, my sophomore musical, Les Miserables, right? and ensemble which at that point i knew the ensemble one as a sophomore you kind of go in being like okay let's think real about it right yes. if you have so many awesome upperclassmen you're like yes. my odds of getting this you know and that doesn't and we can talk no, about it just that means but that it you, just, you just, just want to be a part of it and Absolutely. you don't care what role you are you just want to be there to be Absolutely. in this you know show right so i got cast as ensemble which was not disappointed whatsoever because I knew Les Mis and I was like, yeah. oh my goodness, I'm in everything. Yeah. Everything, right? Because yeah. again, and you, you, Les Mis wouldn't be Les Mis without like no. a ton of people right. on stage. Imagine I was basically them doing knowing, the iconic right. I, <laughs> with like four people. I knew, right, the barricade <laughs> yeah. scenes. Yeah. Right? So I knew like, oh, I'm going to be like six different characters. It's going to be awesome, right? Yeah. And so that is where like that bug like leached on and yeah. I was like, that's it. That's yes. amazing. That's great. Right. I, you know, started dating another cast member who was a lead. Ooh. Right. It was great. Scandal. I know. I was just this little sophomore. Right. <laughs> um, but that was really it for me. And that's where I really propelled 
Um, and, and we're like, this and, is what I'm going right. to do. And by the end of sophomore year for me, it was like, okay, great. Audition for the advanced acting classes, mm -hmm. audition for the advanced choir classes. I yes. made both like junior year, like leaving sophomore year. I was like, I'm at the top, uh, you know, as a sophomore going into junior year of like, I am a part of this theater program. I have found my community. Mm -hmm. I have found this. This is and it. And I'm going to put in the effort right. to, you know, thriving in this. Environment. Absolutely. All yeah. right. Sophomore year, just as magical as playing Jesse freshman year. No. No. I did not get cast in the musical my freshman year. No. Which was devastating. Your freshman or your sophomore? I mean sophomore. Sophomore. Okay. Sorry. Sophomore. I got cast in the musical freshman year. Did not get cast in the musical sophomore year. And that was devastating. Because right. I had had that experience the year before and knew how magical that, that right. was and, and how much that had, you know, taught me and how much I had grown as a as a performer through that. Um and so I was I was super, super sad. Um, but that's when I talked about it in our first episode. That's when Laurie was like, hey, you want to come choreograph for me and you want right. to do this? So, you know, I was still very active just in a different role, was helping out with the middle school theater program and then was doing, you know, dance more seriously outside of school. Um, well, and that's what that theater well. bug is. That theater Absolutely. Bug is, Great. I didn't get my but opportunity still, here. Yes. Where can I get and, it? And I still, I didn't, I wasn't in any shows my sophomore year. I didn't make the Fresh Sop show, didn't make the musical, didn't make the play didn't make the other play but i tried out for every single one right because and you still didn't i wanted to like show them no i never lost the passion but i wanted to show them that i still very much wanted to be a part of this but um you know whether that was my dance schedule getting in the way or me just not being right for a part you know i still knew the importance and the uh value in showing up in you know showing them that i want to be here and that i don't know if you have space for me but i want it to speaks. be here wonders right and as yes. educators now seeing those kids who yeah. you are you know pigeon number four yes right but they come every day yeah so excited yeah hey can i come to the tech day and mm -hmm. help the technicians hey i know i'm not on stage right now can i go help with costumes can i go do this can i watch you know i have a girl who she is like, can I be the understudy for Sebastian? I'm like, well, I'm not necessarily doing understudies. Yeah. She's like, would you be mad if I learned the part, if I learned everything? And I was like, if you want to do that, do it. And she's like, I would love to do it. And I was like, you know what? Work. Go for it. Do it. Like, be a part of it. Because when you have that bug, when you are terminally theater obsessed yeah like you are like i will do anything i will do anything to feel this magic yes in the way that i want yes. to feel it and that's yeah. so important absolutely okay so we jump we don't need to junior senior year did you thrive yes um they i think after my sophomore year and all the disappointment I had faced, I was kind of not expecting a whole lot my junior year. Of course, I was still going to be there and I was still going to, you know, show up for everything and show them that I still wanted to be a part of this. But it was very much that one thing where I was like, well, you know, if I get in, awesome. If I don't, right. cool. I'm, you know, well, I'm going to be on, I'm going to be on tech crew yeah. and I've got all my dance stuff going right. on. So like, I'm still going to be involved and I've also got other opportunities that I can, you know, pour myself into more. Um, but really, I think my turn, the turning point in my high school uh, acting career was I was in a show called And They Dance Real Slow in Jackson. Cool. And I, um, I was I had a lot of really like personal social things going on. And for me, that uh, that space was really important for me to, to have that safe space to to 
have this group of it was a very small show everyone played like multiple parts and uh it really challenged me and also provided me that space that I really needed that that support group of people when I was you know going through all this really like hard personal stuff absolutely Um, and so that show you know I at first was like wow this is gonna be like a lot of work I have to play three different characters how am I gonna how am I gonna do that um and if you're not familiar with the show it's it's a fabulous play work it's a a great play um about a a girl with uh she lives in a she has she's in a wheelchair so she's living with a disability and it's kind of about the people in this small town, um, how they view her and, you know, how her presence affects all of them. Wow. Unfortunately, mostly in a negative way, right. but it's, it's a really, it's a really cool piece, special piece of theater. Absolutely. Um, and, and I remember, you know, just having so much fun crafting these different types of characters yeah. and, and people coming up to me at the end of the show being like, wow. I, it was so cool because you were a mom in one scene and a little girl Which, in the next. The and like ego you being able to, I, you know, member, I believe that yeah. you were two different people. And I was like, wow, absolutely. That's really cool to get that validation. And, you know, in that, like all my hard work. Right. And so off. your bug is, it never left, but it was back in a different way. Absolutely. Absolutely. I yeah. think when we come back, we talk about if educational theater isn't it for you, then what is it? How do you scratch that itch? Absolutely. When you're not cast or there's nothing going on because theater people are notoriously crazy for filling up their schedule with as much as they can do. Yes. So we'll talk about it when we come back. Okay. Welcome back. Hi. Act three. Act three. Surprise. It's great. It's kind of like Shakespeare. Shakespeare has like five acts. Really? Yeah. It's a lot. That's a, that is Get a lot. into it. You know me, Shakespeare buff. Um, okay. Before we went to break, we basically went through all of like educational theater, right? For the most part. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, middle school into high school. We didn't yeah. really touch on a ton of like junior, senior. And I think. I'm sure we can do that at some point. Absolutely. We'll talk about like that leaving that senior year. Absolutely. Like when do you have that idea of like, okay, I can pursue this. Yeah. Like outside of like k-12 education absolutely and it's it's important to have that feeling but i think something that we should discuss right now is like what if you have an itch that just needs to be scratched and the school setting's not doing it for you is that kind of what you're trying to say or like you want more beyond that right it's just all like wow i go home i do homework for an hour and then i what watch tv read a book (laughs) No, of course not. I am clinically ill with the theater bug. I need to be doing something else. Yeah. And so that gets us into like uh, outside outlets, right? Yeah. And so for me, it was community theater. What was it for you? Um, I was, it was mostly dance. Okay. Did and you like, do any community theater? Or? No, I, I, that is something that I wish I maybe would have pursued well don't count yourself out mama it's because okay. yeah. it can happen uh, even but I, now but i was too busy with like all of my dance and then like choreography stuff i had i was really like working with other groups outside of just you know mountain Ridge. but you weren't letting that theater that bug point. um and die. so no yeah, not at was all still... it was, yeah but it was it was you know more different pieces of that performance absolutely than than just theater. absolutely um do you think you're training in like not training well it is training do you think like doing theater in school helped you as a dancer helped you in these other facets absolutely and whatnot? okay yeah. how so um i mean 
it's it's not a bad place to be in, but I was like no. for the last couple of years of my uh, high school career, I was the token dancer. Right. And so I was, you know, choreographing for um, like our big end of the year choir concert that, you know, where you sing and you dance. Right. And I was doing, you know, a choreography still at the middle school level. And I was doing choreography um, for, you know, summer camps. And I was doing choreography for other high schools. And, you know, I was just I was very busy with that. And then I was also, you know, still continuing to improve myself as as a dancer for me right. with, you know, variety of classes and, and going to workshops and conventions and competitions and, and doing all of that and, and being able to have that, you know, edge on some people who maybe Absolutely. that movement or dance wasn't yes. their strength was always something that I knew that I could fall back right, on. Right. And you had to keep it up. Right? Yeah. I, I am a dancer. I've got to make sure that I, you know, I feel really confident in this area because Absolutely. that's where people have kind of put me, whether I, you know, chose that or not. I mean, yes, kind right. of chose it, but I yeah. was not a dancer. I'm a mover first. <laughs> right? I'm somewhat of a dancer, but mover first. Yeah. Um, and but so community theater, community was, theater was perfect yeah. because it was like, it wasn't necessarily of like, how can I maintain an edge or how can I build something that I'm strong at and continue growing it versus more of like, how can I just stay in this days, right? The drug that is theater, right? When I would go home and wasn't doing it at school, right? I was just all like, oh, I, want more. I, I just want more. And so I did community theater and community theater is great for those that don't know a ton about it. Okay. It's an all age, right? From Absolutely. Young, you know, younger kids all the way up until, you know, I remember doing shows with people in their seventies outside retirement That's and it was great. Really and, cool. and um, I was doing shows that weren't necessarily shows, which I know there are, um, but we were doing something, a phrase called jukebox musical, right? Um, where it was a self-written, where they were taking pop songs, musical theater songs, and putting a story to it. And it was great. And what really put this company um, kind of over the edge and what I fell in love with was it offered opportunity to people with tons of different abilities. There were many people in it that had mental disabilities and physical disabilities. And so to, to surround That's myself amazing. with that was really awesome. My parents, you know, growing up before they had kids and then when we were younger, um, would always volunteer for like the Special Olympics every yeah. year here in Colorado. And so my parents were very big on like, we want you to see all walks of life. We want Absolutely. you to see all of this. So to have that like sort of, you know, feel good moment of, I do want to see all walks of life. I want to see what other people do mixed with this thing that I love so much. Well, And it also it shows that like ev everyone can have the theater bug. It yes. doesn't matter, you know, Absolutely. what age, race, gender, whatever you are, theater is a place for everyone. And Absolutely. that sounds like that is definitely a testament to that about being like, you know, yes, this person's in a wheelchair, but they love theater just as much as I do. Absolutely. Um, and that's really, really cool. Well, and I think at the time, not to, you know, it, we keep saying age ourselves. Let's be real. We're, we're young. Yeah. We're young. <laughs> but 10 years ago, community theater outlet for anybody, you know, even with the uh, restriction of like age, that was something that I think it was hard, you know, us as people in our mid twenties wanting to do theater and not have it be like a, cutthroat professional setting yes. I think is you know sometimes difficult to find Absolutely. so to find outlets like you know um the company that I was working with and and our company that we're working for is pushing towards community theater to find that outlet because this bug doesn't die yeah after you have constant fulfillment 
in education. Absolutely. Yeah, it does. And, you know, and it's something that some people even come back to later in life, which is really cool, right? You know, being like the last show I did, I was, you know, like 18, but I, I've always wanted to kind of come back to this. That's so it cool. It reminds me, and you showed me this on Disney Plus. This podcast is not supported by Disney Plus. <laughs> that yes. show, what Encore. is that? Encore. Yes. Where they come back and you, you see a lot of them. A lot of them hadn't kept with theater or performing, mm-hmm. but you, you see, can tell how special yeah, it still is. They to talk them. about how much they felt back then and how much this did for them because, you know, like I literally just said, it doesn't die. It doesn't go away. Oh, no, yeah. So, I mean, going through this, I think talking on this podcast and and talking about this of if you're in education theater, continue it, pursue it, push it. Yeah. If you're past that. And you still have that bug lurking in there because, like we said, it's terminal. Absolutely. Stick with it. Find it. Find the resources because you absolutely can It's okay if that goes away for a little while. But that passion, that fire is always going to be inside of you. And it's it's never something that you should never, you know, not want to – to, to bring out whether that's you know taking your family to go see shows something as yes, small as that or absolutely. putting your kids in in summer camps right. or you know you yourself maybe getting outside of your comfort zone and auditioning for a community theater production or whatever that looks like you know the arts are for all and like this community and this i think like you said this Ill, this obsession this illness whatever yeah. you want to call it it's it's the best and the worst thing. Fully. Right? It's a blessing and a curse. you can never get enough. No. Well, and those that have always wanted to, I love, and, and we'll definitely talk about him multiple times. Um, Kira and I live together, but we also have a third roommate who is not any, any really anywhere connected with the arts whatsoever, no. but yeah. has such an itch for it too. And, yeah. it, and, and it's laid dormant. You know, he's a Marine veteran. He, you know, is working for um, a crazy like space company yeah, and, tech startup, and doing all just of like this. Really, yeah. Like yet he you showed know, us has... videos when he was in high school of him doing like stupid skits and stuff. Yes. And it's the same stuff that we were doing at that age. And it's just so crazy to see that like, well, know... and he's even asked us, he's like, Hey, do you know where I could do like singing lessons or or, you know, we t- we've talked about our company doing community theater and him expressing interest and like wanting to be a part of it. it, it yeah, so if even it lives if it's something, you, yeah, if it lives, in, like he Hena, lives in <laughs> Yeah, for real. Right? Yeah. Well, and it may not even be something that you even thought you or you couldn't have the opportunity to do when you were younger. It doesn't mean that you, you're never too old to try. I love that. <laughs> you, but you aren't. No. No. It, absolutely. And so I think, you know, our educational experiences and our outside world has truly shaped us into people who wanted to come back, who wanted to help plant that seed um, and and help it thrive. We have friends who are non-theater people. Oh yeah. We have losers like that over there too. But a lot of the people who I would consider some of the closest people in our lives are all people who we've met in the performing arts in some way, shape or form. Well, there's a type, there's a, there's a thing that, and we'll talk about it so many times, but there are things, there are lessons, there are qualities that you learn mm-hmm. in the theater world, that you learn in the performing arts space that fully helps you become better at community, better at collaboration, mm-hmm. better at communication, better at passion, better at better at so many things that I think when you have a similar qualities like both of us do, 
we look for those qualities in other humans Absolutely. and we see those qualities yeah. and we're like, oh my goodness. But it's also really cool to be like, I literally, this is my best friend because we did this show together. Right. And we like, that was fate. And that was the theater community putting you and this person and this group of people together. Absolutely. Right. And like that, that family, that love, that support um, that you get in the arts, you, I mean, you can get it in a ton of other places as well, but like, it's so special between artists. Right. So if I think bottom line is if you are considering like the question, is this for me? The answer is yes, yes. it absolutely <laughs> is. Yeah. And you should stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. You got to go for it. I love it. I love that we ended <laughs> all to feel good. Absolutely. Oh, it's so great. Hey, we want to thank you for listening again. Yes. Um, make sure to follow us on Instagram at theater podcast, theater, yes. T-H-E-A-T-R-E. The thing. The thing, not, not the, place, the place. Podcast. Okay. Um, make sure you follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever or, you get your podcast yes. needs. Okay. Um, and uh, like Leave us a nice review. Yeah. Or don't. Page we talked about or... it last time. Right? <laughs> Read us. Haters are my motivators yes. once again. Or, you know, if you want to reach out to us personally or through social media, whatever, and just let us know what you guys think. And if 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 this struck a chord, especially, I don't know, this this conversation to me felt really like fulfilling. Absolutely. If you know, if, if both of been... us can speak this passionately about what this, you know, what this bug has you know, made us do yeah. and, and what the c relationships and the qualities yeah. of our personalities that we've built and hearing other perspective, we would love to share it. So, you know, right. DM us right in. We'd love to share some stuff um, on the next episode. And yeah. we look forward to you. Uh, thank you for listening to this awesome, amazing, phantasmic episode of Theater, Theater Thoughts. Thoughts. We'll see you next time.